the show. My name is Ryan Hanley and I'm so glad that you are here with me. And today we have a guest who has a very interesting story. He's a former signed national touring rock musician turned insurance agent turned almost insurance celebrity. Yet he has this awesome moment where he steps back from that edge of doing the speaking scene and getting caught up in things that don't help grow his insurance agency. And while you still see him out, you know, on social media, you'll you'll still see him occasionally at events and stuff, he's grinding every day to grow his business. And and at this time, and maybe it's because I'm personally struggling with this at different times, you know, it's so easy to fall into that, to that insurance celebrity trap, and Woody Brown did not do it. And besides just being an absolutely tremendous guy, an amazing agent, and just someone who I enjoy being able to book an hour with and just talk to, um, we, we talk about some things that I think are really going to help anyone who finds themselves getting asked to do anything that isn't a priority to their business. This is a great episode. You're going to love it. Woody's a tremendous guy. If you're unfamiliar with him, um, you will be uh, enamored by him immediately. And while uh, and while you know he's focused on his business, I'm sure that he would love to connect with you, and I encourage you to do so. And you get all that in this episode. But before we get to Woody, I, w- I want to talk real quick about something that uh, announcement I had a few weeks ago. Um, that the inside my membership community it's free now it's free for agents it's free for insurance professionals to come in engage um, watch the videos follow along on the journey share their own share resources the inside is now free and I actually did an episode of the newsletter my YouTube show that comes out weekly uh, where I describe why I did it but the long story short is that community was always about helping people and keeping it behind a walled, uh, a paywall was not doing that. So I encourage you to check out the inside. You can subscribe to the email list so that when new episodes come out, you get notified. Uh, Go to ryanhanley.com forward slash insider. ryanhanley.com forward slash insider is where you begin. Again, all of it is free, so I'm not asking you to pay for anything. You can check it out. I just wanted to let you know the listeners of this show that that the inside is now available to you and the, and the Facebook group is available to you. And uh, if it's something you're interested, I encourage you to check it out. Otherwise, thank you for listening to this show. If you're listening for the first time and you're not subscribed and you love it, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And uh, let's get on to Woody Brown. I feel like I haven't, uh, I don't I haven't talked to you in like, it was like a long time, man. Well, that's, I think, because it hasn't been a long time. Or it has been a long time, maybe is what I meant to say. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and that's kind of part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast with you, dude. I just, you, you know what I mean? Like, you and I have yeah. always hit it off so well, and I love our conversations. And um, I've been doing stuff, and you've been doing stuff. And I, what better way to schedule a, a conversation with a friend than to record that, record it, and, you know, in case you say something cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah man i agree i agree it's a good uh 
good excuse to get it on the calendar and make it official, you know? Yeah. So, so what's up, man? I mean, what are you doing? Whew, man, you know, just living the, uh, living the insurance dream, dude. Um, I mean, gosh, I wish, I wish there was something like new and innovative to report here, but just kind of doing what I've been doing, you know? I do know, and that's what I've kind of seen just from, you know, obviously we're connected in all the, all the socials. So, mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's part of the reason why I was so like excited for our conversation, because if there's something that I have, if there's something that I've become more aware of now that I own my own agency, right? Like now that I'm making these decisions, now that I'm looking at these things from like a, this is how I pay my bill standpoint mm -hmm. um, or will, I guess, since I haven't sold the policy yet, but will pay my bills. Um, you know, I, I look at you and I see somebody and this is, you know, this is just correct me where I'm wrong here, but like, um, I feel like there were a couple years there, like agency nation years where you were like starting to come on the scene and you were, you know, all over the socials and that kind of stuff. And, mm -hmm. and then like the last year or maybe more, it feels like not that you've pulled back, but like, maybe, maybe that's a, maybe that's a fair assessment. You have to let me know. Um, yeah. and just have gotten to the work of like growing and operating your agency. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just interested in that. Cause I think so many people are chasing shiny objects, which is incredibly easy to do. And to a certain extent, it feels like you've been able to avoid some of that. And I'm, I'm just really interested in, in, in how, why, what, you know, all the, all of everything I just, that really long preface with like nine <laughs> questions in it. Go. Yeah. Uh, dude, completely fair assessment and, an, and truthfully like a great observation, really. <clears throat> I mean, in, in one hand, you know, I, um, I, you know, I kind of feel at times like sort of bad because I don't kind of interact with all the friends and, that we've made over the years um starting you know with the that first agency nation conference that i went to you know the the star wars um gif or gif or whatever you want to call it uh you know agency nation conference made so many friends and in a way like i think early on it was super helpful to me because i was new to the industry um it was great to like share ideas and stuff like that but then <clears throat> what i found was like you said there's a lot of like shiny object stuff out there there's you know different um platforms and different agency management systems and different like widgets that you can use and all this almost to the point for me um who is a person that gets easily distracted anyway i, I was noticing that okay you know am I taking on too much of the, that kind of stuff um, just as an agent, you know, like um, am I, is it, I, I started noticing that like kind of being focused on that, the management of the, uh, the agency piece really was something that was kind of just distracting me from the end goal uh, as like an agent. Right. So I kind of had to pull back on that. And then in terms of just like, the full-on interacting um with agents and stuff man like i started getting really in the weeds with you know putting out a lot of stuff on my own whether that's video or you know i started um, a podcast for fun last year <clears throat> uh 
you know, that has nothing to do with insurance. Um, and you know, man, that takes a, and then just normal, you know, man, as a parent at the, yeah. the ages, our kids are, man, it's like every single second of the day is, is just used. And so I had to, in order to like do more, you know, make, you know, make more money, essentially sell more policies. I had to shave some time and attention in certain areas. And one of those was like, you know, I don't know, the Twitter uh, feed and that kind of thing. So I've, I've done this thing where in the past, I would say like year, year and a half, maybe even closer to two, slowly but surely kind of turning off notifications and um, on the social platforms and stuff so that I don't just get bogged down in that because, you know, I'm, a, I'm an ambitious dude, much like yourself. And I mean, dude, I, I do have a love for helping other people any way that I can in terms of within our industry. But at some point, I just had to be like, okay, like selfishly, what is going to help me reach my family goals, our financial goals? Quickest, like what, what path? What's the path of least resistance, basically? And ultimately, it was, you know, kind of backing off a little bit on that kind of end of things because you know as much as I love telling people what kind of camera I use or, or all that kind of stuff or even just like sharing ideas sometimes it just becomes like another job you know and I say that like in a way that I don't I don't want to discourage people from reaching out dude I love meeting a rant like this agent um who lives in I want to say Louisiana just reached out to me the other day and it was just cool you know um that we can connect from other states and kind of bounce ideas off of one another um and so I dig that I really do and I definitely don't want to discourage anybody from doing that it's just I, I kind of see from the outside looking in there's a lot of folks that I don't know, man. I don't know. For me, it wasn't, it, it just, I had to take a, I had to kind of like back off a little bit yeah. and just concentrate on just kicking ass, dude. You know, I mean, like. I, I do. I, dude, I, I know, um, I, to be honest with you, a big part of why I want to talk to you is because I'm, this is going to sound weird saying, but I mean it in like the purest sense. Like I'm proud of you for making that decision because you know, these are decisions like I'm starting to make in my own life. And you know, like I am like mm -hmm. a, I'm like a, a crackhead when it comes to creating and sharing and distributing, connecting. And like, I just, I can't help myself. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm looking, you know, I've been creating a lot of stuff that doesn't have to do with Rogue right now because I'm waiting for some paperwork stuff to come through. But like, but it's the day that stuff comes through and the day I'm like have an appointment pointed carrier and, and my license is good and everything's ready to go. Like, I'm not going to be able to do that stuff. Not nearly as much. Right. And, um, and, and, and it's that whole insurance celebrity thing. I was talking to someone who's a friend of mine that, that I, I really care about her success. And I said to her the other day, like, you are about to be catapulted into another level of insurance celebrity hood. Mm -hmm. Um, because she's smart and outgoing and, and gets what's going on and it's very easy to connect with her. And so people are, that's going to happen. You know what I mean? People yeah. are going to want to know what she has to say and what she's and all that. And I just said, be very, very careful about becoming an insurance celebrity mm -hmm. because 
it is not all that it's cracked up. Don't get me wrong. There are certainly benefits, but those sure. benefits come with absolute trade-offs, mm-hmm. absolute trade-offs. And, um, and as I'm trying to move out of that space and yeah. to see you, and again, I want to get for just for the audience who may not be, um, who may not know you yet, like I, just some timetables, but like to see you kind of, you kind of walked up to that precipice of like, if you kept going and kept sharing and creating, you would have become an insurance celebrity and you stepped back. And I have so much respect for that because you didn't like step back and like go into a hole. You stepped back and started, you know, kept building your agency. So in 20 elevate 2017, which is the star Wars gift conference, Mm -hmm. which I challenge any of you MFers to do 57 gifts to open up a conference. Literally um, one of the best presentations <laughs> I've ever seen. I mean, that I don't know if it's because I'm a Star Wars nerd, but like I was like instantly sold. I'm like, man, this guy, this guy gets it, man. <laughs> Whatever he's about to tell me, hey, are we joining a cult? Whatever it is, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, but so, where were you in your career uh, back in 2017 at that elevate? And then kind mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, right now we'll be able to kind of do the math, but just give us the timetables a little bit um, or maybe give us a timetable where you were in 2017. And then at what point did you say, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole any further. I'm mm-hmm. going to step back just to give some people some context. Yeah, some context. So like 2017, I was still relatively green um, as an agent. I had a couple years under my belt. I was in a lot of ways, not necessarily doing anything that I would consider like innovative really. Truly, I think that Elevate and just like that time I had, um, you know, and, and then conversations and all this kind of stuff, meeting people like Nick and like Joey and uh, just Sydney, and then like seeing that kind of catapulted me into like, hey man, I'm creative. This is something that I want to add into my legacy as an insurance agent. <clears throat> and so, um, but I was still really green. You know, I mean, I had like, uh, let's see, so 2017, God, believe it or not, man. Let's see. Yeah, so like a couple years. Um, I'd been to, you know, other insurance conferences. Uh, and, you know, this was one of those that I was like, this seems like something different. Uh, and it <laughs> definitely was. So that was refreshing. Um, so that's kind of when I got the bug in to kind of make more of an impact just on the local level kind of, I mean, in Georgia as something that is different. You know, I told this guy that I was talking to the other day, my ultimate goal was when someone types in insurance in the state of Georgia, selfishly, I want it to be my face that they see my voice that they hear. And then, you know, I wanted them to hear, see, read, and it's me, you know? So I was trying to figure out ways to do that. And then one of them, of course, was just pumping out a, ton of, of content so then 20 i guess 18 um i decided to you know after being inspired by all of the the insurance video you know folks but ultimately too just like casey neistat decided you know what uh because i'm one of those people man i can say all day long i need to get in shape or i don't need that double cheeseburger or whatever and that's all great but if i don't sign up for a race you know or i don't you know pay a ton of money to do something like it's it's not i don't have the same rate of success yeah right so i I have to come up with something relatively crazy and lofty 
and then declare it publicly so that <laughs> I, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to embarrass myself and look like a turd if I don't complete it because I already told everybody I was going to do it. So that's what I did in 2018. I basically said, hey, every single day this year, I'm going to do a daily vlog. And one of the reasons I wanted to do that was to like push myself to be able to edit and complete things faster so that once I knew that that was that, that daily vlog was over, I'd be able to just like knock out things, videos super, super quick. And then I, you know, just wanted to get better at it, better at the storytelling, just having to create, I want, I don't, you know, it sounds bad to say something out of nothing, but I mean, <clears throat> a story every single day that is at least somewhat entertaining or creative, it, man, it was, it, it's hard, you know, I mean, it's quite a task, but, um, so after doing all that and, and taking the time to do it, you know, of course I started, you know, uh, being asked to speak at certain things and I've, I'm the kind of guy, and I think Ryan, you're the, you're, I think a lot of our close agent friends are like this as well. I think that's probably one of the reasons why we all get along so well. I end up saying yes to a lot of stuff. And I'm, because I'm creative, I always have like all these cool ideas of how to make X, Y, and Z better. And like, oh yeah, I can do that. And then maybe I have like, too much confidence in a lot of ways, but I say yes to a lot of things. <clears throat> and because of that, a lot of things end up suffering a little bit, you know? So after a while, I started realizing, well, okay, I started kind of getting into that zone of quote unquote insurance celebrity. And really, man, it came down to one thing. Like I had to ask myself, hey man, is this my ultimate goal? Do I want to, because if it is, I mean, I can public speak i you know some of the one of the carriers that we represent sometimes uh you know asks me to come and, and speak in different states so i know i can do it and i like a crowd and i like that energy you know as a as a former lead singer yeah. of, a, of a rock band right that, i mean i feed off of that. that's like my uh it's the best right <clears throat> so obviously like i started liking that but then i had to ask myself okay uh, is this what I want to do? This is my ultimate goal. What is the longevity of something like this? And I just kind of figured out that for me, it wasn't necessarily the, the route that I wanted to take. Uh, you know, like I said before, don't get me wrong, dude, I freaking love attention. You know, I walk into a <laughs> mortgage office. I love it. You know, um, I walk in front of a crowd. I love it. But I just knew that like, it, it just wasn't, what my ultimate goal was now there's a lot of folks that are out there that i think maybe that might be their ultimate goal and that's awesome man like hopefully they don't think because i think here's the danger truthfully like i've been thinking about this for a couple weeks man because like the hardest part is feeling you know not having that attention not having that you know um uh spotlight in any way um, and, and really like over the years, I haven't really changed much of, of what I've done in terms of pushing out content and being, um, present online in terms of like my audience. And I think that's the big thing too, man. I started realizing too, that there's a lot of folks that are making content, but I started realizing that the audience wasn't necessarily who's going to be putting food on the table for them yeah. right now. Um, and so when I started figuring that out for myself, I thought, you know, like, I'm, am I making videos or content for other insurance agents or am I making this for somebody who is going to ask me to look at their stuff 
because a they like me or they think I'm goofy or I know what I'm talking about and or no one else is doing it right so that is the direction that I took and then because of that man I mean it sounds relatively cliche but I've just been I've been so busy because of that like reaping those rewards and managing my current book of business but then just having lofty goals of growing it and stuff it's uh it, it you know it takes a lot out of that so I knew that the smartest decision for me for now was to take the path of hey man you're an insurance agent um you know push hard on the on the audience that you're going after in terms of your target like I think that's the thing like I had to re kind of focus my target not that I don't I don't really necessarily believe that I was ever really making a lot of stuff for <clears throat> the insurance community I think it's just you know it was a little you know different new hey who's this guy uh you know videos are getting yeah. cool or whatever and so I got a lot of attention for that and then um you know more folks started uh I guess doing video and stuff um you know I like to think of myself as maybe the 21st person to uh to watch in 2020 uh you know <laughs> <laughs> maybe 25th I'll, I'll take a couple slots down but you know like that kind of thing man you know like do I take that sort of stuff personally I mean dude I'm a competitive person right so initially I'm just like hey bro why, why am I not on the list guys hey you know um but I don't take it personally because you know what man like like I said man the past couple of years my I've had my head down just working man so if I'm not creating I'm you know? Well, I hope that you won't take it personally because there's easily so that was not a ranking. First yeah. of all, for everyone listening at home, that was not a ranking. That was Cass and I just coming up with some names of people. Oh, we just dude. wanted. Bro, like, I'm, I'm let me back up on that because <laughs> I, I know you're not giving me a hard time, but I think yeah. this is an important conversation because I, yeah. I, for a different reason, for a different reason because you know one. I know you know that I, you know, it's not personal, whatever. And, and, yeah. and, and, and it's more just like, like, I'll be honest with you. Like I have mentioned your name before. There were people on there I'd never talked about before. That was part of it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get some fresh, some fresh, there were some, there were some names people had said before, but like there were some fresh names too. Yeah. And I actually think we're going to do like another, cause it's just about connecting people. That was all it was yeah. really about. It was like, that's why I did the whole thing with like, go to my page and connect on LinkedIn so that you can yeah. connect with all these people. Cause I think, um, I just wanted people bouncing off each other. Oh, but I also like that that makes you, that makes you a little competitive. Maybe you'll actually yeah. get to work now, you know? Yeah, Maybe sure. Actually... Yeah, exactly, man. It, 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 it <laughs> makes me kind of like, <laughs> it makes me like, look, I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. I, I just thought that that would be kind of funny, but like, you know, it, it, one thing I love about the industry and what I love to celebrate, man, is if we especially, no offense to the captives that are listening, but especially on the independent side, well, let me break this down too, man, because there, there's some captive agent on a Facebook group yesterday that was trying to, it, it was just funny, but in my opinion, and again, this is coming from outside of the agency, there's a lot of things that attract me toward the in, independent channel. And one of them is, man, you're just automatically born an underdog, right? Yeah. Because you don't have this, multi-billion with a b dollar marketing that's just been around for so long backing you up right you don't just yeah. like show up on day one you're wearing your red stuff and then boop, that's it right we don't get that luxury and so because of that like i feel like as 
a group of agents and, and then to include the captives for sure. But like as independent agents, like if one of us does awesome, then it just helps build the brand of independent agents. Man. I agree. And so like, I love it. It fires me up. I will say for me, another thing that made me kind of like back off, man, was like for me to, so one of the other things that I did was I started learning from people outside of the industry. Yeah. I started seeking those people out because I wanted to be, you know, superly like, we're just well-rounded in the, you know, business type concepts. And then too, like, it, you know, it becomes harder and harder to like find the folks, not there's, this is a, I got a sensitive here because I, I don't want it to sound like I'm saying that these people do not exist in the industry or anything. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is like, I wanted to be quote unquote mentored by folks that I felt like I had things to learn from. And now again, it sounds like I'm being a complete. No, I think, I think, look at Woody. If people have listened to my show for any period of time, they've been offended enough that that doesn't even come close <laughs> to the bar of offending them. So right. I and think I, everyone I, completely I, understands <laughs> where you're coming from. And dude, look, one of my, one of my best friends and mentors, um, I'm going to talk about him all the time, is uh, a guy by the name of Marcus Sheridan, right? Like he's rugged, mm-hmm. but he has nothing oh, yeah. to do with the insurance industry. Right. I mean, he's right. spoke at events, but he yep. doesn't know a policy form from a, from an accord form. You know what I mean? Like he has no idea. That was yep. so nerdy. I'm sorry. That was, yeah, no, that, that was, was you know what I mean? He has dorky. no idea. And I talk to him all the time. Another one of my good buddies who pushes me constantly is a guy by the name of Matt Davison out. He owns his own PR firm in Buffalo, New York. He doesn't know anything about insurance. And I, I constantly am calling him and asking him for feedback because dude, I think you're hundred percent on pace. Mm-hmm. Um, another guy who's a great example of this is Jeff Roy. Jeff Roy, um, up in Canada, yep. he, he takes more inputs from outside our industry and, and brings them into the industry than anybody mm-hmm. I know. Like he's yep. constantly reaching into other spaces to find the best of what they have and bring them in. And, and I, dude, I think it's a testament to you trying to be the best you can. I don't think it's a knock on our space yeah. at all. And I hope, too, that anyone listening doesn't think that I think that I can't learn anything from them. I, I definitely didn't mean that, dude. I, I literally live my life in a way that, that I truly believe that I can learn something from everyone. And so I don't, I don't mean that. I just mean that if I had to like distill it down to, you know, Hey, can I learn how to, again, where I'm going to go back to Star Wars here. If I could, can I learn how to be a Jedi, but just like walking uh, and, and hanging out with Luke Skywalker? Yeah, it, sure. Like old school Luke Skywalker. Uh, can I learn, but should I like seek out yoda right like the level there of of mastery is is just different right so that's kind of like what and plus man i like to think just like jeff and like all these all these there because there's so many people in the industry that are just so innovative dude they just blow my mind man um uh and of course like my mind's going completely seth uh jeff roy i mean all these people that are doing frankly amazing things for the industry while simultaneously just killing it for the, you know, for their business as well. It's just fascinating to me. Um, I just, you know, I guess this is probably the longest winded way to say, like, I just had to kind of like, yeah, man, just concentrate selfishly on, 
being better at what I do. Yeah. Um, and, and focusing on that. I mean, you know, my, uh, you know, super blessed that my wife uh, is now a stay at home mom. And, you know, that is also one of the things that weighed on me. It's like, man, I don't, you know, Hey babe, I know you want to, you know, not work at your job anymore. Cause you know, you're not super passionate about it. And you want to be a stay at home mom. I've got to go, uh, you know, meet with XYZ yeah. <laughs> insurance agent and, and teach him how to make a video. I'm going to go do this not... free speaking gig for a carrier exactly. and, and yeah, West right. Tennessee, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah, and no. so it's kind of like, once you get to a certain thing, you got to know your worth too, you know? Yep. And I, I just feel like my time and, and when I say time, I don't just mean with money making activities. And I know, you know, that I mean, like my time away from the family is ex- it's the most expensive time. You know, yeah. and so in order for me to make that sacrifice, it absolutely has to be worthwhile. And my love for the industry 100% doesn't trump my love for my family, you know? So there's no doubt about like, that. There's no doubt. Yeah. I, you know, I felt it. It's wild. So, you know, you know, I used to travel like three, three, three times, mm-hmm. three weeks a month for a long time for, for a lot of my, especially my older son's life. And when I, when I stepped away from the industry for that period of time, that was because I couldn't get on air. Like my wife literally said, like, I, you have to be home for, for, for a bunch of reasons. And, um, and, and so I didn't get on an airplane from March of 2019 until last week at IAOA. So it's the longest time, probably almost a decade that I haven't flown, uh, flown away, flown away from my family. We, we've taken a couple of trips together. Um, and it was wild, like it, ha- you know, having spent all that time every day, like there was part of me that, you know, it always feels good to get a little bit of like, I'm just, you know, if I want to go sit over here, or do whatever, or listen to, you know what I mean? Like no one's like that, 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 that. Yeah, dude, but, um, if you just want to go to the bathroom for a second. Yeah, without, yeah like guys, can I just, the door is closed. Like, come on. Yeah, um, like that felt good. For like sure. a minute, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Shit, man! I kind of miss, I miss my crew." Like, mm-hmm. like, and and that's a big part of why I started Rogue was I wanted to own my own destiny. Like, I never wanted anyone to tell me I had to get on an airplane. Right. You know I mean, and I'm not saying I was ever like, you know, I was ever like, yeah, yeah, forced. Yeah. Strong but you know, too, there's yeah. obligations. Like, if you, you know, there's there's obligations that you have to come to, and I never wanted that to be the case. So. It was just wild. Like you said, nothing's more valuable than your family time. I think that feels like a big part of it. Like it's so easy to lose that, especially when mm-hmm. you have been cooped up or, you know, cooped up is probably a poor choice of words. But when you have been home and you haven't, mm-hmm. no one's wanted you, no one's ever wanted you to travel to them and talk before. And now all of a sudden they do. And then you get on, you get out in the airplane system and you're walking around the airport to do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> you can eat whatever you want. Oh, I want a beer at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Sure. I'm speaking. Why not? Right. Yeah, like absolutely. like it sounds so crazy, but like, you know, that freedom, it, it is, it is tough. So, so my question for you is, and Oh, I want to just clarify everyone. You mentioned Nick, Joey, and Sydney before, for those listening mm-hmm. at home, that is Nick Ayers, Joey G and Gola and Sydney Rowe. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm taking notes. Um, oh, no. So I'm interested in, I'm really interested in do, cause I think, I think this is something that people struggle with more than they talk about because any, agent, anyone involved in our ecosystem who starts to do something new, 
and not wrongly so, people mm-hmm. start to reach out to them, right? And it's cool. Yeah. It's great. Like I, I'm, I'm happy that our industry has gotten to the point where we're so willing to share. That's great. I, I think a lot of people struggle with this. And I'm super interested in like, as much as you can describe, like the moment you knew, like you've, you've talked about it at a high level, but like, what was that moment? Was there an, was there a, something happened, an event you came home from, uh, you know, a, a soccer game you missed or whatever that like, you're just like, you know what, I have to do this. Like, what was there a turning moment that you can really pin this on? Man, you know, so I'm also super fortunate in that like a mentor that I have uh, extremely close by is Clayton Rhodes, the the owner of the agency. You know, we were buddies in college. She's actually younger than me. So it's, you know, kind of weird sometimes having like a younger boss. Um, But he, (laughs) dude, he is one of those guys that can like approach a situation with like almost no like he can put aside like an emotional tie, right? So if I come to him and I, because I'm also a person that like I like to assess um, my progress. And, and, and so like I, if I find myself like not being happy with whatever X, Y, Z result is to say, okay, let's figure out like what, what's going on that, that can make that result be closer to the goal. And so he's a great person to like go to. And so multiple times a year this happens, but you know, probably pretty close to like November of one of those years in the past. I kind of, that's generally whenever I'm planning for the next year. <clears throat> and I like asked him out to lunch, started, you know, kind of talking about, it. I'm like, you know, man, like what, what, you know, what do you think about all this kind of stuff? And like, I'm kind of frustrated because my growth isn't as fast as I want it to be in terms of, you know, policy count or, or whatever. What are some of the things? And so he just kind of like pointed me back in the direction of kind of looking inward and kind of thinking about all the activities, you know, that you're doing and figure out which ones get you to that goal and which ones distract you from that goal. Ultimately is that word distraction that like at first it kind of pissed me off because I'm like, Hey man, you know, internally I'm like, you know, I got defensive internally, right? Like I'm not being distracted, you know, I'm still yeah. successful. I'm still in, you know, top agents and in, in, in the agency and then for the, the, our carriers, like, and then I started thinking about it, you know, I kind of took a breath, took a beat and, started thinking like, and damn it, he, he's right, right? So like, what are, like, if you, as simplistic as you can, like boil down, you gotta figure out what your goals are. And my goal was, dude, I wanted to be the, the I guess the ideal versus goal. The ideal is just to be like the most successful insurance agent of all time. <laughs> but yeah. like backing that down, it's like, I really just wanna grow on a you know really consistent basis year over year, in, in such a way that like I'm setting myself and my, our family up for just a really awesome future, you know, um, whatever that, that means and whatever that entails for everyone. But that's kind of like what my goal is. And then I, when I kind of dissected everything that I was doing, even just like, Hey man, do I need to go to that networking meeting anymore? Does that like, let me break it down. Let me break that data down. Is it, is there, what, what value am I getting out of that? Not just like, you know, Hey man, how many leads did you get from that video? I, I, you know, we can dive into that if you want. It's a pet peeve, but like, like not just in terms of the money making activity, but what value, what was everything? What were the values of all that? You know, do I enjoy speaking? Absolutely. Can I make that 
can I kind of back off of that a little bit and do that? So really it was just kind of like that sort of talk. Yeah. It was the trigger for me to start looking inward and looking inward hard because it was sort of like a, I was bitching in a way about like not being happy about my results that year. And it was, you know, like, Hey man, well, I mean, it's obviously it's stuff that we've all heard from every and read in every sales book ever, but like look inward man. what are the activities that you're doing? have that you know what can you do differently there what's distracting you from making it to your goal you know yeah nothing changes if nothing changes right right man and so um you know i guess like the ultimate unfortunate sort of side effect of all that is you know i don't think it's hurt the relationships that i have because man for whatever reason the the sort of especially the core tight-knit group of you know, call it the 5am club or whatever, man, I think we're friends, brothers, sisters for life. You know, I don't yeah. think, I don't think unless, you know, they got insulted by anything that I've said today thus far, <laughs> I don't think there's anything that's going to like change that. Now we just don't speak as often, but sometimes I take that as man, that's awesome. Cause I feel like they're probably busy doing it. You know, it's that old thing that my dad used to say, you can either be, you can, you can, Oh man, what did he say? It's like basically like you can tell everybody you're the best or you can just like be the best, you know? Yeah. So if you're too busy talking about how you're the best, then, you know, you're pr probably, you might not be the best, you know? Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm completely with you on that. I, w I echo your 5 a.m. club thing. Um, I've, I've kind of gotten off of Twitter a little bit and certainly off of Instagram a lot um, because they were two places that were taking up a lot of my time that wasn't producing results for me. You know what I mean? Like for me, I make my money up until rogue launches. You know, it was, it was consulting and speaking gigs and mostly speaking gigs. And those came from Facebook and LinkedIn. That was it. So I had to make those choices. And then once rogue launches, that'll come down. And dude, I, I think, you know, I think to your point, um, and this is, you know, I think this is, you know, where like, on this topic, I'd like to cut this because I, I have some other questions for you. And I think we've heated <laughs> up quite a bit, but your point that like, once you make a real connection with somebody, a real connection, right. you could not see them for five years. It doesn't matter. The next yep. time you see them is going to be if you saw them yesterday. Exactly. And I feel that way very much with people in the 5 a.m. club. I think we came together at a time when all of us, for whatever reason, just needed that venue. Like for mm -hmm. just whatever reason, that group of 20, 30 people, however many people it is, um, it would just everyone seemed to need each other. And for all different reasons, mm -hmm. and, and everyone gave to that group of people. And even though, you know, different people have kind of come and gone and, and other people, you know, some people don't contribute as much, myself included. Like, I see, you know, I saw, I saw Carrie Reynolds, who I haven't really communicated with that, with, with that much for no other reason than I just have been doing other things. Saw her at IOA. It was big hug. How you doing? What's going on? I mean, it was, it was great. And like, yeah. same thing with Crowley, same thing with, you know, whoever. So. Mm -hmm. Man, I, I think I think you're right on the button. And, and to be honest with you, I think when people see you grinding and doing what you need to do to take care of the things you need to take care of, I don't. I, they respect you more for that than if you're showing up. Like no one wants you to show up and then be paying a price on the back end for showing up because that that defeats the purpose. Right. So um, so yeah, man, I think you're I think you're right on the button, and I'm just happy to hear that. So you know, I, I want to be respectful of your time because you are an operating agent, you know, world mm -hmm. dominating um, in the fullest <laughs> extent. But I do, but you know, just to kind of 
here kind of quick hitter session. Like what kind of stuff is working for you, man? For, for the people that are listening, like, you, you know, you, what kind of stuff are you doing? Like, what does your day to day look like? Like yep. grinding on it? You know what I mean? Like, what yeah, kind of man, stuff for, is going to happen? For sure, man. So, um, man, one of the things that I think has really, really just been amazing is that weekly Facebook video show, man, ask Woody Wednesday. You wouldn't believe like it, either entices people that I haven't heard from it in forever uh, to reach out or people will share it with their audience or their page basically. And so like their friends will reach out. Um, It's, it's been a huge, huge piece of it all. Um, I mean, looking over, like I track everything from, um, you know, where, where referrals coming from. And I mean, just a large majority, you know, and it took time. That's the thing. I think that happens out there, man, in the, in the, in the world of insurance and stuff, whether it's um, Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or anything, a year, 12 months is not enough time for it to build the foundation yeah. of, of, you know, I'm just now seeing the holy crap, my inbox is literally full of referrals and it's like, where'd you find us? Facebook, ask what do you Wednesday, you know, like it's just now starting to get to that point where it's just like, you know. Um, but in addition to that, like sort of new, new school stuff, again, one of my favorite things, um, and the concept that you, uh, kind of talked about not too long ago is the brackish water, man. Like as much as I am a proponent of of video and and technology, just because it's such an easy way to get out in front of people, like I still love the old school face-to-face showing up. And so like, I've been really concentrating on, developing a new relationship or having a coffee uh, at least once a week with somebody new. And then same thing with uh, kind of just like rekindling or just like maintaining a current relationship um, once a week. And so that pushes me to, again, like if you think of it, it sounds like oh, one new person a week, that's, that's not a lot. But if you think about it, man, it's like, it, it you know, when you put yourself out there like that, sometimes it kind of, you got to dig deep and you have to force yourself to meet somebody new and one per week. I have 52 new people in a year, man, that you're going to see, you're going to see a lift there. Right. So for sure that kind of stuff, getting back out there face to face and again, assessing what relationships are working and really designing. Here's the thing, man. Here's another thing that I've kind of like come to the conclusion of after six years in the industry, you have to rub shoulders with people. You have to, be in the same room with them. But I think like for me, what I figured out was I was forcing myself to be like super nice to, you know, a mortgage person that was ultimately like the biggest douche of all time. Right. But I'm like, well, I mean, I could get a referral from them. So I was like, early on, you don't have necessarily the luxury to kind of design who you're being around necessarily like you do a couple years in. But I started figuring out like, man, what if I approach it like this? What if I approach it in terms of like, I'm not like, huge way after late after hours kind of guy you know i'm not gonna have like seven or eight whiskeys and then just you know start over like i'm past that part of my life and so i don't necessarily want to focus on those kind of activities so i started like coming up with these ideas of sort of again designing the interactions the networking atmosphere based on my interests and then finding people that had similar interests so then now I don't have to force a relationship. We're already like, 
it's way better to work with and or alongside people that you would consider friends. It just makes it so much easier, you know? Like, I'm not going to force somebody that has never seen Star Wars, doesn't like that <laughs> genre, like, has floor seats, you know, to the Atlanta Hawks or whatever. I'm not going to be like, hey, man, I don't know if you're interested, but I got an extra ticket to IMAX for the new Star Wars movie. They don't give a shit, man. But yeah. if I can find somebody that does, now we're like connecting on that level. We're able to like, hey man, we're actually like quote unquote working, but we're watching Star Wars. Or hey, you like the Braves too. We're at the Braves game together. You know, like doing it in a way that, and it's probably like everybody listening is probably like, duh, we've been doing that forever. But for me personally, it was a big eye-opening um, revelation really because I was forcing myself, putting myself outside of like my normal personality and force myself to kind of like work with people that, you know, if I just boiled it down, Hey, is this somebody that I would like actually hang out with outside of a professional need to, yeah, and if no, the answer dude, was I no, brilliant. Then, you know, I think you're a dude. I think, I think what you said, you know, you're designing the activities for like the life and the person that you are versus what you, what maybe people think you should do or, or exactly. is the common thought, dude, I think that's, I think that's an incredibly important thought that mo I think most people get that wrong and, and myself included, like mm -hmm. um, that is, I, I feel like as I've matured into business, this has been one of the hardest lessons for me to learn because you read some article and you're like, Oh, that, that sounds dope. Like I'm going to go do mm -hmm. that. And it, but it's not you, you know what I mean? Right. It's not, it's not who you are. Like, um, and, 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 and then it, then you get friction and then you're like, well, this should be working or, you know, how come yeah. this works for these three people doesn't work for me because it's not who you are. And the fact that you've been, had the self-awareness, which I think is really the key to a lot of what our conversation is today is that you've, you have self-awareness and, um, you know, when I, if, if, if you could go, it's not the same podcast feed, but if you go to the show that I did for Agency Nation, you can listen to when I interviewed Woody the first time talking about your, your career as a musician. Mm -hmm. um, you had, I think self-awareness was an incredibly important part of your career there and the moves that you mm -hmm. made and the move coming to insurance, understanding who you wanted to be as a dad, as a husband, that kind of stuff. Like, mm -hmm. dude, I mean, I think your self-awareness and you probably don't see this, it, it's a superpower for you. Most likely if you were to stack up your superpowers, it would definitely be on that list. Cause you know, I just hear you talking and I'm going this, this dude, you know, Woody, Woody's looking at himself at a level that I don't know most people go to, and it is a huge part of your success. And uh, it's an incredible lesson for anyone listening. Well, I appreciate it, man. I just, you know, I, in all the different things that I've done, I've always been, I always hit my stride or I've always hit my stride when I am the, like when I'm maxing out the, hey, this is like myself. Woody, right? So, like, when you start music, the first songs you write, back in the day, dude, I was a huge Oasis fan. I, I sounded like dang, Liam Gallagher, right? So, my songs sounded like that. And they were good, but they weren't me. And then, same with the band. It's like, those songs that I wrote sort of sounded like stuff that I was influenced by, but the best songs that I ever wrote or the best that I ever sang or whatever was when I was being myself. And I think that, like, you know, we all kind of wear, we're all kind of guarded some way, right? We want people to say, oh man, I want them to make sure, I want them to feel like I'm professional and um, 
you know, I don't know, man, I just feel like coming into the industry, I, in my head, I I wanted to be myself, but in a way, you know, you kind of mimic those that you're around and, you know, um, it really hasn't been until like, I'm just fully who I am that I feel like that's when I've started to hit my stride. And I feel like, man, thinking about all of the friends that we have. And I mean, I could just, I wish I could just list them all right now, but if they're listening, they know exactly who they are. Every single one of those people, as they become more and more themselves in the industry, I feel like, I feel like in a way, man, like if I rewind it all the way back to that first agency nation thing, I feel like that's kind of like the moment that I was like, man, I, that, that's what that was the turning point for me and I think for a lot of those folks is like we slowly but surely started like understanding like we as individuals are our superpower we're in this industry just like everybody else that's in any industry where it's just flooded with people and if we all act the same there's nothing that sets us apart so if it, we have this magical thing as individual humans man that like we're all different in a lot of ways and if we're okay with that and you're confident enough being yourself, then you can absolutely use that as your ultimate superpower. And then that's kind of what I've done with things like video and all this. It's like, I want people to see who I am because frankly, I, you know, I'm proud of that. And then am I going to make everybody happy? Is everyone going to love me? No, but you know, I'm, I'm also not a butthole. So a lot of people will like me, you know, I mean, um, and because I think sometimes too, man, some of the feedback or some of the questions I get sometimes from folks that aren't necessarily as lucky as I am in terms of like the agency that they work for, you know, they say like, man, you know, like in one of those videos, dude, you have like a crazy, like brave starter jacket on. And like, I just, you know, who's your target audience? I mean, you know, when I tell them like my old, my target audience is like luxury and, you know, high net worth people, their immediate thought is like, how are they going to take you seriously if you're in a Braves thing? You know, you know what I mean? And so they're like, <laughs> are you like, so I'm not sure if I'm supposed to wear a tuxedo when I do these videos, but the bottom line is like, I feel like, Hey man, it's myself, you know, like if they're going to, they're going to connect with me on some level whenever they're watching that video, whenever they do, or they're not. And if they're not because of that video, or maybe they don't have a Facebook account, guess what, man, that's not the only outlet that I'm, going after like i think of the career and business like the game of risk man i am posting up in australia if you're listening by the way this is what you should do posting up in australia and if you don't know about risk you're super confused right now but it's okay but i'm like putting all my little soldiers in one spot and at the same time i'm putting them all over the map so that ultimately dude i can conquer that whole globe but you have to do that you have to kind of like be attacking in different directions you know what i mean so it's not just facebook video you know it's not just youtube videos it's doing a lot of things and that's what's you know going back to the first question and that's what's that's what's taking the time it's just you know doing all that takes energy time and uh yeah so dude it has been such a pleasure dude i just love when we get a chance to talk i'm so happy for you just like watching from afar because like I could tell things were going well, you know what I mean? Like I could tell mm-hmm. that you were starting to find your stride and that, and, and I was, um, proud is the wrong word. Cause it sounds like, like I'm 
you know, more just watching from afar, I was like, I'm happy. I was happy for you that it seems like you're in a really good place. You're cooking. I know how competitive you are. I know the quality of work you do. And, uh, and it was just, it's just been great, man. And, uh, and, and like we started, like you and I haven't talked in a while, but this is freaking tremendous. And, uh, I'm so glad we had a chance to connect and, and that we could talk through some of this stuff. And, um, I'm sure, I'm sure now either no one's going to reach out to you because they think that you're like super standoffish <laughs> and cold or they're going to be like, no, 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 man, come speak at my thing. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Like reach out to me, please. I, I just know that like, if I don't reach out first kind of thing, it's because like, I'm really trying to, you know, stay on task here, but reach out to me. It's that, you know, old friends, new friends, people that have any questions that I'm always willing to, I have like a, I can copy and paste. If you have a question about what gear I use and all that, man, I, uh, I'm happy to, to help in any way, man. And, uh, you know, hopefully if, if they didn't get bored by my voice this far, man, hopefully they know that, uh, I'm happy for all everybody's success. And like I said before, our success is, is our success together, man. Um, you know, rising tides, uh, raise a ship or whatever the saying is. Yeah. So, and then two, man, two things. One, thank you for inviting me to be on this podcast, dude. And, and then, um, also, man, like just thank you for all that you contribute to the, to the, uh, the industry, dude. I mean, you're, you have been and are a huge inspiration to me. You've always been kind of like a mentor from afar. Um, and I do, I mean, I, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I've, I've been lucky enough to have a burger and a beer with you, man. And, um, it means a lot and, and, uh, I'm excited for you too, man. I mean, and also what a rad, rad name. <laughs> I mean, you son of a gun. As soon as I saw that, I was like, that son of a gun, man, that's a <laughs> badass name. Man. Dang. I couldn't so. believe New York state approved it. I was so pumped. <laughs> oh so dude awesome. yeah uh cool. thanks i appreciate that and uh well you know that i i i i do this only because partially because i have a problem and partially just because like meeting peeps like you and spending time and having that that dude, that's what i love that i mean it's mm -hmm. my favorite thing so like um it's just been great so hey bro let's uh let's get out of here i want to get you your time back there are there are people that need to be sold insurance by Woody Brown. So let's, yeah. let's get about here. Absolutely. Thanks for everyone listening at home. I love you for listening. Much love, man. Talk to you soon, dude.